Heyo! The Minted Truth Podcast is a space dedicated to teen girls like you who desire biblical answers to the daily questions you have. We know that navigating your teen years is a little rough and confusing. However, we believe your walk with God doesn't have to be. So join us as we explore how the gospel and God's word relate to being a middle school or high school girl just like you. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to our fourth episode. I am so excited just literally getting to sit down and talk a little bit with you guys about who Jesus is, what God's word is, what it means. Like, ugh, I don't think y'all understand how much joy it truly does give me. So today we're going to be diving into really the heart behind a new resource that we're introducing called Collectives. Now, you might be like, what in the world does that actually mean? And um, collective simply kind of has this community-based aspect to it, right? That it kind of means that it's a corporate, it's mutual, shared, unified. And so collective can be used both as like a noun, as a verb. You probably don't want to hear about anything related to English class. But all of that to say, a collective is something that you do together. It's a group of people that do something together. And as a teen girl, how incredibly important is that, right? That that the Christian walk is not meant to be done alone at all. <laughs> like God created the, the church for us to, as believers, be encouraged, be united, to sit under biblical teaching and to spur one another on into Christ's likeness through the local body. And so that's something that I've been really trying to figure out how can we best implement this into our ministry? Because so many of you, I think, have such a unique mission field right in front of you, whether that's at your home, whether that's at your school, your church, your your soccer team, like wherever you're at, God has given you a sphere of influence to encourage, yes, believers, but also non-believers and to point them to repent and believe in who Jesus says he is. And so as a teen girl, it is so incredibly important for you to understand that you have a role to be playing now, not just 10 years from now, not when you're in college, not when you're a mom, not there's no time frame or no qualification except for you being a believer chosen by God that calls you to be a minister of reconciliation. Because of that truth, you do have a purpose and you do have the call to, to tell others about Jesus. And so that's why I want to take a really quick moment to read 2 Corinthians 5 because this passage gives such a clear, clear, clear understanding of how we as believers should be living in response to the reconciliation that God has given us. So if you have your Bible, feel free to, to, to flip along with me, but and we're going to start in verse 11 of chapter 5. So 2 Corinthians 5, 11. And it says, since then we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God, for if we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, 
and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Oh my gosh, okay, like, oh, this is literally one of my favorite passages of scripture. But here we see Paul uh, calling out the Corinthian church because people were saying that Paul was doing all sorts of things in his ministry for his own glory or for his own recognition. But he's saying, no, like we are out of our right mind. (laughs) And that is for God's glory. We will do whatever for everyone to know who Jesus Christ is. And so I love that he's saying like Christ's love compels us that because he died for all, therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So here we see Paul separating himself and saying, hey, I am not living for myself. I am living for the Lord because I know who he is. I know what he has done for me. And I want everybody to know that same Christ. He goes on into verse 16 and says, so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. All of this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. So in that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. Oh, those verses just, man, they literally make me want to cry because it paints such a beautiful picture of the gospel that all starts with Christ. That is Christ reconciling us sinful men into his own likeness through his son who died on the cross for our sin. And as a result, those who believe in him don't have to experience the wrath of God. Like Christ paid the penalty for our sin, and we don't have to experience judgment because we are seen as Christ before the Lord. Like that is the gospel. That is the best truth. That is the only thing that I care that you ever know in this life is to know the gospel and to trust Jesus and repent and believe. Like that's all I want. All of that to say that in this passage, we see Paul reminding us of the gospel that anyone who is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. We are a new being, we are a new person, we have a new heart, not of our own doing, but because of Christ's death on the cross. And with that, we have experienced the ministry of reconciliation, right? That Christ has reconciled us And what a beautiful picture that is. But then Paul even goes on to make the case further that, yes, we have experienced reconciliation. And as a result of that, being a recipient of that, we get to be a minister of reconciliation. Now, you might be like, okay, what on earth does that mean? Well, that is a great question. 
So essentially, reconciliation is actually an accounting term. So it is like a, a business of exchange of money. It's like saying that, hey, there was one debt, and now somebody has paid that debt in full, that the balance is zero. In spiritual terms, this means that as believers, we have a rack of sin. We have a tab of sin that we could never pay for. <laughs> no amount of money, no amount of of good works, like literally nothing will pay that except Christ who was perfect, who had no sin. He literally became sin on the cross for us. And therefore those who believe and repent and believe and trust in Jesus, his righteousness, his perfection is now credited to our account and it wipes the slate clean. That is because he paid the price. He died he experienced the wrath of God and as a result we are the recipients so in the exchange of reconciliation we brought all of the sin all of the debt all of the wickedness and Christ brought his perfection and his death and resurrection like we get the way better end of that deal what Paul is saying is now that we have been reconciled to God we have been forgiven of our sins it is so incredibly important for us to realize that we are Christ's ambassadors. Now, if you don't know what an ambassador is, there's a couple different illustrations that I can kind of think of to, to explain it. But the first one I, I all, all the time think of is, is like a political ambassador, right? So all around the world, there are U.S. embassies where somebody is a delegate that is sent to another country to represent America in that country. And so that means that an American ambassador has to know the U.S. policy, the U.S. law, our customs, our culture. They know America so incredibly well that they represent them in a foreign land. Does that sound familiar? That as believers, we are Christ's ambassadors because we on earth, this is not our home. That heaven is our eternal home for those who believe and trust in him, who are chosen by God. And as a result... We have to represent Christ well to the, the world around us. And through that and, and understanding that everybody has a soul, that everybody is going to either account for their own sin or Christ is going to pay for it. So ultimately, we have been saved and we have been reconciled by God. And we, as a result, are simply deliverers of that message, right? That Paul's not saying here, hey, you have to go and reconcile people to God. That is impossible. <laughs> that is between the other person and the Holy Spirit. So simply, Paul is just saying, we must go. We must tell that we are simply the delivery drivers that are dropping off the food, dropping off the flowers, dropping off the pizza. But on a much bigger scale, we are dropping off the gospel and letting the Holy Spirit do his thing as we do our thing. So all of that to say, leading back to collective, what does that mean for us as a teen girl in the year 2022? Well, a lot of us, I think, know that we need to live for the Lord and we want to be an example and, you know, we want to live a life that matches what we believe. And that's great. Um, but I think a lot of times we think that our actions speak louder than words. And don't get me wrong. Don't hear me wrong here. Our actions are absolutely important. <laughs> they are a sign of what we inwardly believe is how we outwardly act, right? So if we believe the gospel, that should be reflecting in our actions. 
But um, I think a lot of times in modern day, we sometimes think that our actions only speak for what we believe. And we kind of let the gospel become not explicitly clear. And we are intentional about sharing the gospel word for word. Now, in Romans 10, like Paul clearly states that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. And in, in Romans 10, it is a beautiful analogy. And he kind of goes through this logical thought process of if somebody is to hear the word of God, it has to be told. And if somebody has to tell it, then somebody has to speak. And if somebody has to speak, they have to be saying. And, and it's this progression of us as believers living out the gospel. And so to do that, we wanted to help create a resource for you every month to live intentionally, to encourage your friends in an explicitly gospel-centered way. And, and so how we're going to do that is every month we're going to have a blog that is posted on our website and on our app. And we're going to give you some fun activity to do. So we started off in February and we did a really fun like Galentine's themed uh, photo shoot. And it was so incredibly fun. It's super cheap. Like you literally could not even spend any money. You could just put balloons up that are red, white, pink, purple, um, just fun Valentine's Day themed stuff. Invite your friends over. Maybe take this time to invite somebody that doesn't have a lot of friends and be intentional of loving the unlovely or loving somebody who needs a friend. Invite them over and have fun, you know, put on some music, maybe provide some snacks, just hang out, take some photos, edit them, post them on socials, you know, have a fun time. But then after that, be intentional in those conversations. We actually provided four different questions of things to ask, like, what's your favorite romantic comedy? Or what do you love at the moment? Or, you know, like, just think of questions that aren't super, super, like hard-hitting, emotional, introspective questions, but that are just fun and engaging that have to do with Valentine's Day. And then take that conversation and then slowly but gently push it towards dating. And hey, what lies are we believing about our relationship status? And then take it a step further and present the gospel to them and say, hey, this all does not compare to the love of Jesus. And I know that sounds probably oversimplified, but even our Christian friends need the reminder that no dating relationship, no guy, nothing in a romantic comedy is going to satisfy us compared to the love of that of Jesus Christ. And so you see how we did it. We presented an opportunity. You invite your friends and then you share the gospel in a way that is engaging, that is comfortable. And then, you know, you can ask them if they have any questions or maybe later on they'll come and ask you like, hey, what actually is the gospel? I'm a little confused. And so it gives you a bridge to share the Lord's love with those around you. So that is something that we are super excited about. Every month we're going to drop different ones. And um, sometimes it's going to be more community based in the sense of like gathering a bunch of friends. Some of them might be like writing a note to one on one. These are very small, very tangible, very inexpensive ideas that can help you be an ambassador in this world for Christ Jesus. Friend, I hope that these are exciting and that these are really encouraging you to take your faith to the next level by being a minister of reconciliation. And you might be thinking, Megan, I have never shared the gospel with 
anyone before and I am absolutely terrified and to be honest I I know this sounds probably oversimplified but guys the more you do it the more you share the Lord's love the easier it will come to you now that doesn't mean you're you become perfect in evangelizing or perfect in sharing the gospel but just like you practice anything like practice doesn't make perfect it makes progress and so for you to simply have these opportunities each month to intentionally live man i hope and pray that this gives you more confidence and more comfort in um, talking about jesus because most likely that's probably not the very first thing that we talk about or like the center of our conversations with friends and and I want us to be more familiar in that. So um, if you haven't already, please go to our app, look at our Galentine's Day photo shoot. That was our February collective. We'll have one coming up here in March, and that's going to be kind of looking forward to Easter. And um, ultimately, like we're wanting to have your input on this. So if you have an idea, please like message us on Instagram or write us an email or um, leave a note on this podcast, because seriously, we would love to do some things that that you guys thought up and think would be really fun to do um, to share the gospel. Also, speaking of ambassadors, we are going to be having a very fun opportunity for you to be a Minted Truth ambassador. So just like we talked about political ambassadors being all around the world and representing um, a country or for us as believers representing Christ, we want some friends on social media to help represent Minted Truth (laughs) Um, because ultimately we know that you do have influence and if you have just one follower on instagram that makes you a leader that makes you an influencer and so what our hope is is to um, use you guys in a position of influence to um, encourage other people that might be following you to know who the lord is to know um, his word and then to also like introduce them to men to truth to help them potentially grow in their faith through our resources so um, be on the lookout there's going to be more information coming up But guys, that's going to be a fun way for you to get into being intentional in your walk with Jesus. Friend, I am so grateful that you took the time to listen today. I I hope you guys are getting excited just as I am about these. Um, But more importantly, I hope that you um, really take to heart the, the passage of 2 Corinthians 5 and really understand that God has given you the ministry of reconciliation What are you going to do with that today? Friend, know you are loved. And if you haven't already, please download our Minted Truth app. Guys, it is literally such a joy to have a personalized branded app that keeps track of which studies you're going through. So sign up, become a subscriber, become a mentee, and really start diving into God's word with our our exegetical verse-by-verse Bible studies that have commentary and quizzes and all sorts of fun stuff. So ultimately, friend, know you are loved and we'll be back here next week.